Hey, you guys, it's Coach T here. I wanted to, I'm in the classroom. I'm going to jump on and do my live with you, and then I'm going to get ready for my class that I'm about to have. But um, I wanted to jump on today and talk to you about a lot of people. I've been in a lot of real estate groups, and a lot of people have been asking me, what's the score that I need? And so I just want to kind of go over that with you real quick. As I stated, 640 is a score that you want to aim for, whether you're trying to get a loan um, for your, your first-time home buyer, if you or inbox me because I have a whole lot of um, grants and scholarships that you may qualify for. So we definitely need to start looking at that if you want to purchase a home in um, in this year, in 2019. So also, if you're talking about building credit, if you just want to get a new car, if you're just trying to build your scores, the reason why I say 640 is a score that you want to aim for is because 640 is going to get you high enough to where your interest rates will be lower, but you're still safe to where you can still continue to build. And a lot of the down payment assistance programs, 640 is the minimum. 580, you can get FHA, but it's not too many down payment assistance programs that will um, <clears throat> that you can apply for. So 640 is typically the score to start with. That's specifically for down payment assistance if you're trying to purchase a home. Now from there. Say, for instance, you just want to get some trade lines. Um, there's credit cards that you can apply for, like a secured card. You can apply for a secured card with, with your bank, if you bank with Capital One, Wells Fargo, um, Bank of the Ozarks. These are banks that you can walk into and say, I want to set up a secured card. Setting up a secured card is you're going to take $300, and you're going to make a deposit, and then they're going to then send you a card in the mail, and then you use it to pay your electricity, your water bill, you get gas. And then as soon as you get paid, you pay it off. So you're basically essentially buying your credit back, okay? Something else that you can apply for is you can go to like Cons or you can go to Blake's Furniture if you're in East Texas, Lacks Furniture. Go to a furniture store, buy something. They're going to require that you put 20 to 30% down. That's another way that you can get what's called a trade line. That'll help you to start building your score. Another thing that you can do is um, even consider going in and getting a secured um, CD. It's a certificate of deposit. It's where you take $1,000 of your own money, deposit it into your bank, and tell them that you want to get a loan against your, your money in your bank. They're going to take that $1,000, put it in a CD. Typically, they're going to pay you 2 to 3% on that CD, and then when you borrow against it, your loan um, interest that you'll be paying will be about 2% um, more than what you're getting. So if you're getting 2% in interest, then your interest will probably be 4%. If you're getting 3%, it'll be 5%. This is just examples. So my suggestion, definitely inbox me. If you're trying to build credit, I want to be able to help you. But that 640 score is just the midpoint. I'm not saying that that's going to get you everything that you want to get, but I'm telling you it is going to help you to get a better interest rate than if you try to go apply at 5 580. Now, if you have a whole lot of collections and you have a whole lot of slow pays on your credit, and even if you're trying to establish new credit, they're going to deny you. The first thing you need to do is deal with the issues that you already have that are on your credit right now. So if you got a whole lot of slow pays, go ahead and you can go and dispute these yourself. You don't have to pay for credit repair. Use that money to help you to settle some of the debt rather than paying somebody to remove these items for you. I'm waiting for my class. So my class is getting ready to come in here. So I wanted to jump on and do my Facebook Live with you before my class started. So anyways, that's what I'm looking for. So anyways, um, just keep going. So um, my suggestion is you got TransUnion, 
equal facts and experience. If you go to www.annualcreditreport.com, then you can download all three of these bureaus yourself. You set up your account online with experience.com forward slash report access. TransUnion.com, you um, forward slash investigate. And then Equifax.com forward slash investigate. You set up these accounts yourself. You go in there and you tell the bureaus what happened. Okay, this one, I actually filed it on my insurance and they charged it off on my credit. I want to close this account. You need to close out all of these accounts that are still open and reporting negative against you. If you just close out the accounts, that'll at least help you to stop the negative that's reporting against you right now. That's going to help you close out anything negative on your credit report. Anything. Just close it out. Just say this account is now closed. Because if it's still open, then it's still currently bringing your score down. And you don't want your scores to continue to be brought down. We want to help the, store, the scores to start going up. But if you have a lot of slow pays, collections, and all of these different type of uh, charge-offs on your credit, then it's hard for you to establish new credit. So deal with your old credit, and then we can start to establish new credit. If you need some help with this, just inbox me. Now, I am a certified life coach, certified entrepreneurship facilitator. I also worked in a mortgage business. I was in a mortgage business for 10 years. I was in property management for seven years. That's where a lot of the knowledge and information that I has comes from. I'm not to my own horns. I'm just giving you my resume so you know that I'm qualified to tell you what I'm telling you. I've been looking at credit reports ever since the early 90s. And so I just want to help you and educate you for free because a lot of the things that you're paying for, you don't need to pay for. You can do the things yourself um not that my fee i don't have fees i do it's just that right now i haven't chose to employ them <laughs> so a lot of these things if you have questions about it if you're having a hard time there's a credit cloud that you can go to it's right on google all you have to do is just google uh credit dispute form you can download those forms and you can do a lot of these things that you're paying people for you can do this stuff for free guys so um again homework for today do not pay anybody to do anything that you can do for yourself for free Okay, I'm seeing that I'm catching a lot of new people, and I thank you guys for jumping on. I always want to be a resource to you and educate you in the areas that I feel that we need information the most. We're talking about credit reports. We're talking about 640 is a score to aim for. Now, let's talk about if you actually want to purchase a home. What does that look like? Well, first and foremost, if you're having a hard time paying your rent, I don't suggest you even apply for a mortgage. You need to have a great relationship with your landlord, meaning you need to be paying your rent on time consistently and consecutively before you even think about applying for a mortgage. When I was in the mortgage business, that's the first thing I asked everybody. I don't know if y'all remember, but in the early 90s, I had a little bitty ad in a thrifty nickel that said, I will finance your dream home, call me. I paid $5 a week for that ad, and I consistently, consecutively made twelve dollars to $15,000 a month. Don't tell me advertising don't work. It does. You're watching me right now, and that's what I'm talking about. A lot of the things that you need, you don't have to pay for. The resources are right there at your fingertips. All you have to do is just do the little bit of research that you need to do. So it's people out here that will finance your dream home. But like me, I was a subprime lender. So I'm looking for people with 580 credit scores because I could get them 100% financing, all of that good stuff. Today, I can educate you. That was 15 years ago. 
Today, I would never suggest you do a subprime loan. Today, I would never suggest you do a FHA loan, not because I don't believe in it, but because I don't think that it's for you. A FHA loan is a loan that is bagged by the federal government. They are basically telling you, we know that you would rather be in a home than pay rent. So we're going to tax you up front in case you decide that you don't want to continue to pay. It's called mortgage insurance. Used to be with an FHA loan, you would have to pay mortgage insurance, but after um, you got below um, 80% or you had 20% equity in your home, then they would um, drop it. Not anymore. Now you will have to pay mortgage insurance for the duration of your loan, and that is unacceptable. I personally, as a certified home educator, uh, I personally do not advise doing an FHA loan if your credit score is below 640 because your mortgage insurance is going to be so high that if you could have gotten a five to $700 payment, that very same payment is gonna be now seven to 900 because with a 580 credit score, you are high risk. So why don't you just wait? Why don't you just get you a CD, get you a secure credit card, go ahead and get you a loan, get you a loan with a finance company. I have a couple I can refer you to. If I refer you, if you're in the Dallas-Fort Worth area in Texas, they will approve you because they know that you're in my credit education program or at least watching my videos. So these are the type of things that I'm saying. My goal is to educate you so I can help you to save money. So when you do get ready to make a major purchase, you have the money. You're not paying more than what you should have to pay because you are being preyed upon by predatory lenders. Now, am I saying that every FHA loan is a predatory lender? Nope. Because if you are doing the best that you can and you are tired of renting and you just overextended and your credit score is a 580, do what you have to do. You can always refinance after two to five years, and then maybe you can refinance and do a rate and term um, refinance, and then that way maybe they can take away that mortgage insurance. I said maybe because I'm not sure. Um, I'm seeing I want in. Okay, well, inbox me and tell me what you want in too, and I will get you to be a part of it, okay? And that's what I'm saying. I, I want to educate you. I want to help you. I want to make sure that whatever it is that you're trying to do, you accomplish your goals. You just do it in a way that you're not being taken advantage of. And a lot of times we are just so desperate to get out of paying rent, get out of these apartments, trailer homes, or townhouses, or wherever you're in, to get our, in something in our own name that we hurt ourselves. Don't do that. You don't have to. Take your time. Anything that's worth having is worth taking our time to get. And if you take your time to get it, you'll be able to keep it longer. If you hurry up and get in it, you're going to have to hurry up and get out of it. I have seen this time and time again in property management. I worked in the uh, in South Fort Worth and in um, East Dallas. And so I would move people in on the first. And I tell them up front, rent is due on the third. It's late by the fifth. You're going to get a notice on your door. Oh, no, late by the fourth in most cases. But I wouldn't put notices on the doors until the fifth. That was a three-day notice. By the eighth, I'm coming back and I'm putting a pink notice on your door because I'm about to lock you out. Um, if I haven't heard from you by the tenth, then I'm taking something from your apartment and holding it at the office while I go file eviction. I will be in court in the next seven days. I will file a writ and have you out of that apartment in the next seven days. And I will be leasing this apartment to somebody else if your rent is not paid by the fifth. Do you understand me? Probably most of y'all would not have leased at my property, but I had to be like that. And I, I got that property from, from when I got there, it was 50% occupied. I got it up to 100% occupied, and I cleaned it up. Got all of the drugs out, got all of the riffraff out. Why am I telling you this? 
Because everything that I touch that I put my hands to, I make sure that I put my everything in it. And if I'm not going to put my everything in it, then I'm not going to do it. And that's what I'm suggesting to you. And that's why I'm telling you that if I take you on as a client and I help you get your credit where it needs to be and I help you meet a lender and I help you get with a realtor, then definitely I'm going to make sure that we complete what we start. Um, is rent to own a smart way to go? That's a great question. Now, me personally, because I've been in the mortgage business so long, I, I would never ever ever sign a 30-year mortgage not me because i know that that's just basically putting a noose around your neck but what i did do in 2006 when i was living in tyler texas i did do an owner finance deal which is a rent to own essentially but it was legal because i actually uh, my husband and i we had our name on the title so we actually, the builder, he built our house. And then after he built it, we actually went to a lawyer's office and we, and we actually got filed and we got put on title. So we ended up, we put 6,000 down. We did everything just like you would do with a mortgage company, except for our mortgage company was our builder who lived two houses next door. Don't suggest that. Well, long story short, we did that in uh, October of 2006. Um, by uh, Christmas of 2007, house caught fire. We ended up having to get it redone. Long story short, the builder ended up buying the house back from us. So, yes, owner finance is a great way to go, but I will only suggest it if you're dealing with the owner themselves, not some management company, not some realtor none of that and you do the research if you're going to do owner finance or rent to own do not sign a contract that says rent to own because rent to own is against the law um but owner finance where the owner who is on the deed is on the title on the trust they're the ones that are your financier typically when you do owner finance there's no mortgage the owner owns it and he's financing it back to you well that's what happened in my case and that's the only way that i suggest to do that the main thing i have issues with are student loans okay student loans everybody can go check their student loans at studentloans.gov at least with your student loans you can go and you can refinance your student loans get them out of default i have had student loans in default i have had my income tax taken okay it happens, but you can do something about it. The only time they do that is if you let it go and you don't check on it and you don't respond. And if you don't take care of your business, your business will take care of you. So don't let it. Go ahead and do what you need to do. Go to studentloans.gov, consolidate them, and then when you consolidate them, you basically refinance them and you start them all over. By starting them all over, you get them out of default. That's the least thing that you can do. These are simple things that we can do. All you gotta do is take the time. Take 15, 20 minutes when you get home from work, uh, while you're at work, on your lunch break, or whatever. Take the time to invest in yourself. If you got, got the time to sit here and watch me, you have the time to go look at your credit, Log in, check your student loans, and do what it needs to do to get your stuff taken care of. I'm tired of us in our community having bad credit, and it's everybody else's fault. We can do something about it, guys. Just take the time and do it. Or pay me to do it. I do it for you. <laughs> but anyways, okay, uh, I'm, I'm watching the questions, and I'm loving it. Thank you. If you have any more questions, post them for me real quick. I'm about to jump off so I can get ready for my class. What classes do I teach? That's a great question. Okay, classes at home. What classes don't I teach? I have credit education. I have entrepreneurship. I have home education. I have down payment assistance. I have job readiness training. I have... Um, 
the not just entrepreneurship and how to start a business, but having an entrepreneurial mindset. I'm going to talk about that real quick, and then I'm going to jump off. What is an entrepreneurial mindset? An entrepreneurial mindset is where when you see a problem, you don't complain about it, but you think about a solution. I love that about my children. I guess they have just heard me over the years because when they come at me, they come at me with solutions. Mom, uh, the trash was overflowing. So what I did was I went ahead and took it out and I put a new trash bag in the trash can. Thank you. Things like that. Or one of my sons was like, Mom, I think that we need to move this car out of the garage. And if we move this car out, then we can put this one in. These Thinking like that, thinking in a way that every time you find a problem, you don't complain about it, but you think of a solution. And on, whether that's on your job, whether that's in your business, whether you're trying to get a contract, whether you're trying to get a new job, go in with a mindset that I can help you change this organization because I see this, but I know we can do this. I see this as an issue, but I see that we can change it by doing this. Having an entrepreneurial mindset means that every opportunity that you get, you are being a solution and you are helping them to solve problems. So I see another question. Somebody's asking me about medical bills. How much do they affect you from getting a loan for a mortgage? Well, it depends on the medical bills. You can close out medical bills just like you can close out any other debt. You can also go on your credit and put an explanation for said medical bills. If these medical bills were charged off because you didn't have insurance, you can go back to said hospital and you can apply for the spin-down program and they can um, basically write off a portion of that debt, which will make that account come off your credit report. All we have to do is just invest a little bit of time in doing the, um, and, and once you invest a little bit of time in doing some research with these accounts, you will find that if a lot of these accounts, if you just go on and dis dispute them, like I said, transunion.com forward slash investigate, experian.com forward slash report access, uh, equifax.com forward slash investigate, or you can just go to www.annualcreditreport.com. And then from there, you can access all three bureaus. So, any other questions? If you have any other questions, you can post them now. Otherwise, just inbox me. And I thank you guys for jumping on. I appreciate you giving me an opportunity to spend the day with you.